Well, glory. How can you say that, really? Aren't you supposed to love everybody? Oh, my God. Have a drink. You know, when these religious people give you a hard time, you know, for whatever, you know, they just self-righteous, they call it iritis syndrome, where they're right in their own brain, you know, right in their own hand, but, you know, they don't know anything about grace yet, or the river, or the Father's throne, or the, the Father's fun, or the Father's grace. That's when you take a double shot of gadka. Hallelujah. And then sinners will want what you're on. You can tell them, I'm on gadka. You know, it's Holy Ghost drunken glory evangelism, and it works because it's a religion-free zone. In other words, it's a Satan-free zone. Religion and Satan are the exact same thing. And when you come out of religion, you come out of Satan, the red dragon, which is the pride of life, that it has something to do with me. You know? Like it's, what, we can add to the works of Christ? We can add to the river? You can add to the Father's throne? You can add to Christ's throne? I mean, self-righteousness is literally thinking you're better than God. And then they'll accuse you of being prideful when they're trampling his blood underfoot and they're not in the river and their heads are not submitted to the throne and they're all serving Jezebel, you know, like the prophets of Baal, you know. We deal with it every single day. You don't know. Maybe I should say that instead of you know. You don't know. You don't know. But you got to know. Because when you know, then you'll glow. <laughs> because in the Father of glory is the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Because you don't know, but you're about to know. And you'll know when you glow. And it, it will put your soul in the flow. Because out of your innermost being floods the river of glory. And the glory alone is where revelation is. See, Satan believes every word in the Bible is true. Do you know that? Every religious demon believes every word in the Bible to be true. 100% true. Every demon in hell knows the Bible is true. But it doesn't help them one bit, does it? No, they're still a demon and they're still a devil. So, how does it help a human being to believe what the demons believe and what the fallen angels believe and shudder? How does it... What's the difference between us and the demons and the devils? We have revelation. We have intimacy with the Godhead, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We have the glory of God, and therefore we have the experience of the living word instead of the dead letter that kills. How many of y'all know the Bible says the dead letter kills, but the Spirit gives life? What are we doing in outer man Christianity killing people? No wonder why no one wants to be a Christian. It's like, yeah, I'm going to join your death cult. Yeah, this party is over. Now let's just be boring for the rest of our lives. You know? Let me just join your death cult of outer man, horror Babylon, Christianity. And it's false Christianity because the Bible calls it false Christianity. You know, you got churches in the book of Revelation that are serving principalities. Six of the churches were serving principalities of the fallen angels. Fallen angel governmental systems of devils and Jesus Christ warns you in the red letters in Revelation 2 and 3, if you want the overcomer's gifts, my seven churches, my bride, you're going to have to overcome these principalities. Because, I mean, you're just missing it. And the main one now for the USA is Jezebel. In Hebrew, Isabel. And what is Isabel? Sorcery, God-outside-minded, carnal Christianity. That's what Jezebel is. Jezebel, Isabel, is God outside-minded 
Christianity, that you're still submitted to the curse, and it has something to do with your head and your hand and your works, and you trample the works of Christ underfoot. That's the principality of Jezebel that we're dealing with in the USA to have never-ending revival. And it hasn't been dealt with, otherwise we'd have perfect bliss everywhere. But last time I checked, there's still craziness, religious insanity. You know, we call it the psychiatric hospital of the prophetic church, because it really is accurate what it is. It's a psychiatric hospital. And the reason why they're so unstable in the spirit of an unsound mind is because they're double-minded schizophrenic and their minds are still attached to their outer man most of the time. And some of the time, their mind is attached to their inner man. Double-mindedness means your mind's attached to your outer man sometimes and your inner man other times. I had a spirit day or I had a flesh day. I fleshed out. And I had to you know, go back and forth, double-minded, unstable in all our ways. We're not sure if I'm a spirit. I'm not sure if I'm a flesh. I'm not sure if I'm an inner man. I'm not sure if I'm an outer man. I don't know who I am. And then the Word of God solidified in your inner man renews your mind so you're only God inside-minded. Amen. That's when the double-mindedness or the immaturity and the schizophrenia or the wilderness is over with for you. Coming out of the wilderness, why? Because your beloved has been in your inner man the entire time. You just haven't been consistent in giving him your brain. You haven't attached your brain to Christ in you, the realization of the glory. Colossians 1.27 calls it the realization of the glory. We got all the talky-talky of the glory, but we need some walkie-talkie in the glory. Walking in the glory cloud when we know the King of glory and the Father of glory and the God of glory thundering through our inner man. You'll feel Him thunder in there. That's why you'll be manifesting and shaking and baking and quaking and rolling on the ground with all kinds of fun stuff and Pentecostalism and Charismania. And I love all the manifestations. I don't even care. Listen, I love all the children of God. I don't care if you're an immature Christian or a mature Christian. I mean, I can enjoy anyone who's born again. And it doesn't even matter how much bewitchment's on their head. I can go right into their spirit and bring out the best parts of people 100% of the time. That's what true Christian maturity is. Not a, I'm not boasting myself. I want to produce more mature Christians. That's why we broadcast. You know, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about you maturing. I'm talking about an army of mature ones, huios, mature sons of God, whose brains are fully locked and loaded to the Father's throne, the Son's throne, and the river of life from the Father and Son's throne in their inner man, which is called mature Christianity, hundredfold glory realm sonship, which needs to come forth now. Otherwise, the principalities will continue to just rob the Christians blind, and they don't know why it's hard. They don't get it. I don't know why bad things happen to good people. Well, now you know why bad things happen to good people. Because you didn't have your brain fully circumcised from the stars that fell from heaven and fully attached by blood covenant to the morning star rising in your heart. Amen. See, we have a mixture of our brains in Satan's stars. How many of you know the Bible calls the second heavens Satan stars fell from heaven by the dragon's tail that swept them. Swept them with a tail. We still have the tail in our brain. What are you going to do with the tail in your brain? You can't serve God with mixture like that. you got Satan in your brain, which is a religious devil, and we got to get all that out by simply returning our souls to the Father in us for Him to do the works, and the works of the Father is the river of life. God's outstretched arm and the hand and the finger of the Holy Spirit on earth is the river 
John 7:37 to all who are thirsty he said come and drink and out of your innermost being shall flow springs and rivers of glory and in the glory is God and God is nowhere else except the glory apart from the glory is only witchcraft religion is witchcraft sorcery of Isabel is witchcraft and so we got tons of starlight magic spells on our brains in witchcraft and we think it's Christianity. It's actually a magic spell. Revelation calls it the magic arts. It's the Janes and Jambres of 2 Timothy. That's what Paul tells Timothy. Listen, Timothy, we're going against the white and black magic of the knowledge of good and evil of Janes and Jambres, the magicians of Egyptian sorcery. Because that Egyptian sorcery in Egypt was passed on to every single nation. Every secret society of every nation on the planet, including Japan, including Saudi Arabia, all the Muslim nations, you think they're Islam? Nope. The, those royal families practice Kabbalah. Those royal families practice Janes and Jambres. <laughs> it's true. You, you guys have been ripped off. Every secret society of every deep state of every nation, every nation that's a nation right now on planet Earth, practices the sorceries of Janes and Jambres. Wow. So you can see we're going after them. It's the total dissolving of the magic arts of Satan and his angels worldwide. How? By returning our souls to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in us. But what is the Trinity? Revelation 22 verse 1 is the Trinity within you. See, we've had the Trinity outside of us, and it's just not true. It's just not in the Bible. <laughs> it's not there. Every time you see a person looking on the outside, there's an angel there or God himself rebuking them to realize the glory that God is in you and not outside you. If you experience him outside you, it's because someone knew him within you and manifested the glory and you got a touch in your outer man. But the source of where the glory and the wisdom and the river and the Father and the angels came from, it came through someone's heart life that's in intimacy with God in their inner man and out of their innermost being flowed that river that touched their flesh and touched their brain. And that's how they experienced the kingdom of heaven and the power of heaven and the glory of heaven was through men and women who had sacrificed the unrighteousness in their heart to manifest the third heaven from within themselves. And religion wants you to give the fallen angels the glory. They don't tell you that's what you're doing. They'll just say, point up to heaven and give God the glory when you're actually giving Jezebel and the stars that fell from heaven the glory. And that's how the principality of Jezebel works in the bewitchment of all Christians in the world. It's false humility is what deceives the Christians in the world. And you're trying to be humble. They're trying to do the right thing. They literally, the, the intentions of their heart are to give God the glory. But since they're dying for lack of revelation and they don't understand the new covenant of the temple of the Holy Spirit, your bodies, they actually give the fallen angels the glory. And that's why bad things happen to good people. Hallelujah. Hey. Mystic mysteries, sacred secrets. Who can listen to them? Who can repent? The Father told me today, tell them to repent from serving Jezebel, Isabel, from serving Satan's stars that fell, from serving the false prophet of the outer man. 
I look at these people, they'll have the Eye of Horus tattooed on their hand, but they're in the prophetic seers club of the most advanced Christians. I'm like, you don't even, are you people so blind that you tolerate the Eye of Horus? That you tolerate the third eye? Witchcraft? You know, people are like, pineal gland? Are you telling me the flesh now counts for something? That's the eye of Satan that's on your $1 bill, and I'm not being a conspiracy theorist. There's a pyramid on your $1 bill. You ever wonder what that is? It's Kabbalah. That's your third eye. That's the eye of Horus. <laughs> that is the pineal gland connected to the second heaven stars. Christians that operate out of a third eye are nothing less than sorcerers and witches. And a lot of them are in your prophetic groups, and a lot of them speak in tongues because God is very gracious, and He regenerated their inner man, but then they got into soulish, false prophetics Christianity. And it's all in their head. I'll tune in to their broadcasts and shut them down, and they'll start stumbling, muttering, fumbling, because every single word out of their mouth is a lie from the pit of hell. And they'll have 150 people on their live stream, every single one of them getting demonized by the second heavens. That's what's popular in Jezebel's charismatic Christianity right now. That's what you've been tolerating, the fallen angels. Anyone whose head is not connected to Christ within them has the fallen angels controlling their souls. You want to be constant and consistent? Repent from Satan's stars that fell from heaven and return with all your soul to the Father in you and His river to do the works. And it's more childlike than anything you've ever known. It's more innocent, it's more pure. That's where you'll have the virgin-like purity and He'll restore your innocence, He'll restore your childlikeness. Our problem is we've had the influence of Masonic Christianity in the world that has completely destroyed real Christianity. You have no idea how much influence Freemasonry, Eastern Star, Occult, Kabbalah, and all the God outside mindedness, which is actually sorcery, has influenced Christianity. So we still serve in buildings made by human hands. And unless you move in the tabernacle of Molech and in the fallen angel star Remphon, you can't even be a part of their death cult. And they still call it Christianity. And there'll be all kinds of people in there, and they'll be wondering why they get persecuted when they just go to church. Just practicing the presence of God, releasing the river out of their belly, and all of a sudden, people start getting angry at them because they're full of demons, and they're serving the star Remphon instead of the bright and morning star that rises where? The Bible says, within you, in your hearts. That's the great deception of the end times. That's the great tribulation coming out of the external of Satan and returning with all your souls to the internal of God the Father. And guess what? When you return to the internal God the Father, everything in the universe of Abraham's promises of stars and sands are added unto you. Abraham had to pull his head out of his idol gods serving demons. Abraham was an idolater. And he began to believe in God. And that's what repentance actually is. Pulling your head out of the idolatry, out of the immorality out of the sorcery of Satan and his angels and into Christ. In the new covenant, it is Christ in you. In the old covenant, it was Christ outside you. We've had an old covenant style Christianity, but there is no Christ outside you anymore. The veil's been torn. Anyone that doesn't operate out of Christ within them, 
tramples his blood underfoot and does not even know him. That's how he can say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. Iniquity means doers of your own thing. Your souls never knew Christ within you. You were just doing the gifts of the Spirit that are irrevocable. You were building sandcastles in Egypt under Leviathan, and I didn't have anything to do with all your mega-million ministries. Mega, multi-million ministries that God doesn't even know what they're doing. I mean, 0% of it's even God. They actually pull God's people out of the river into buildings made by human hands to serve in the tabernacle of Molech. And so many immature Christians get a, get a part of that system and they think, some of it's God. It's not all bad. Some of it's God. And they'll, you know, well, the river can be carried and brought in there. And people go back to the river and they'll bring, you know, little water bottles into the sandcastles, into their human organizations, human ministries, and all the stuff that man's doing, but it's not God. And they'll steal from the river and, and build their sandcastles, their pyramids. The pyramid represents man's building, Masonic building. The tabernacle of Molech, Acts chapter 7 calls it, which is accurately what it is, because that's the tent of every unclean and foul and detestable bird called the fallen angels in the book of Revelation. And so when you come out of that Egyptian system of Satan and his angels and become fully in the river, that's when the persecution gets crazy. And people start to call you a cult leader. They'll start to call you a false prophet, a false apostle, the Antichrist, like we've endured every day for the last 11 years. Because you're fully submitting to the throne of God and the Lamb in the river, like John the Baptist and the Spirit of Elijah, and you're outside the synagogue system, excommunicated from the tabernacle of Moloch and the star Remphon, to serve the living God in spirit and truth with zero spirit of Babylon compromise. Amen. And guess what? You're not selling dubs anymore. You know, you don't turn the Father's house into the marketplace. The copyright restrictions in the charismatic church are so insane, but it's all being melted away. Why? Because when you go after the Father's throne and the Father's formed in you, He has all angel power to heal the universe. It just takes a small remnant. Even one could raise a standard like Noah and drown the world with glory. But there's more than one. In fact, there's hundreds, and soon to be thousands, and soon to be millions, because this is what everyone's been looking for. They've been looking for the revival. They've been looking for the Great Awakening. But it's not outside. It's in you. It's inside your inner man, in your spirit, out of your belly. And it's not your stomach muscles and your stomach lining. It's in your spirit man that lines the inner man of your natural body, a jar of clay, an earthen vessel, the temple. It's not about the flesh, bones, and blood. It's about the spirit inside the jar of clay. It's about the contents inside the wine cup. And the wine cup is full of the spirit of glory and the spirit of grace and the blood of the Lamb that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. It's not crying for vengeance. It's not saying, kill everyone at gay pride. It's saying, wash them with divine love. Wash them. Most of these people have never tasted of the third heaven glory love in their entire life. Most Christians haven't. The new wine is like a brand new thing. We've had Toronto, we've had all these different Drunken Glory revivals, and there's dozens of people that get drunk in the ministers that preach the Drunken Glory. Dozens. We might be some of the more extreme ones, but there's dozens of them that really love the wine and heavy, heavy drinking. You know? Godka and Jehovah Wana. Jehovah Wana been around forever. 
They started smoking Holy Ghost Jesus joints in the Jesus People movement in the 60s. Lonnie Frisbee and Catherine Kuhlman toked the ghost. This ain't a new thing. This thing's 50 years old, dude. Hallelujah. We're just so religious that we're just realizing how fun God is and how irreligious God is. God is not just not religious. He's anti-religion. Just as Satan is anti-fun, which is anti-Christ, God is anti-religion. And when God comes around and God the Father is manifest, people are like, oh, he's desecrating my Christian. No, he's desecrating your demons your religious demons. He's desecrating you serving the star Remphon and calling it the bright morning star. And you sir, he's desecrating the tabernacle of Molech that you think is the church building. You know, to set your bodies free because Jesus died on the cross to fill your inner man with glory and you're trampling the blood of the lamb underfoot to serve in the tabernacle of Molech and you don't want to, but you're doing it because you don't have the revelation of the new covenant. You don't even understand the new covenant. That now there's a spring of the third heaven springing up in your spirit man. That's why he died on the cross. That's what Adam and Eve walked in. They had the river without measure out of their innermost being and their personality was fully yielded to the greater one manifesting through their inner man. And they didn't even know they had an outer man until they came out of the glory cloud. That's what the book of Adam and Eve says. There's a book written in the first century called The Book of Adam and Eve, and it says that Adam and Eve did not even know they had a physical body until they came out of the glory. I believe that to be true because I experience that realm every day where I'm not even aware of myself anymore. Just aware of the Father's glory, the Son's glory, and the river of glory, the Trinity. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost fully formed within my inner man, and you have Him too. It's just, has your mind fully repented of the external and submitted to the throne of God and the Lamb in the internal, to what the new covenant is? The restoration of the third heaven through your inner man. The fullness, full spiritual stature. Christ in you. The tabernacle of David is the manifestation of people's hearts manifesting the roots of David and sacrificing every other root of the natural realm. Roots of pride, roots of lust, Roots of adultery, roots of sorcery, roots of religion, roots of murder, roots of Cain, roots of Jezebel, all of it sacrificed out of your spiritual stomachs to serve the roots of David with all of your heart, the seven spirits of God, the messianic Davidic anointing to manifest God's glory in the tabernacle of David and in the Zion glory throne of the open ark of heaven on earth, and then every soul will come into the ark. And the rainbow, guess what, is the mind of Christ. It's the glory of God. The seven colors of the rainbow is the seven spirits of God, of the roots of David, and the full and perfect glorification of your inner man. So you can see the Father in you, and you can see the Father in you doing the works as the seven spirits of God. That's what Jesus walked in. That's what every single one of you will walk in. The fullness, the rainbow, the glory of God, the glory of the Father, and the Father of glory. That's the fulfillment of, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be at the coming of the Son of Man. We're walking in it, in a greater glory every day, and it will bring in all the souls, which is what? The animals 
into the ark of his glory and they'll be transfigured just as we were in this great harvest in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We love you guys. Be blessed. Partner with this ministry. Donate at redletterman.com. We'll see you tomorrow.